Hello everyone and welcome to Showhoppers. Today we are covering the Artful Dodger season one, maybe the only, in its entirety. It's our recap episode. I'm very excited to be here covering the Artful Dodger with my co-host and former student, Kurt. How are you doing, Kurt? I'm I'm interested. Uh, I mean, I can see your rankings for the episodes and we'll see how we landed down on them. But I'm interested with your moments and especially some of your superlatives later this episode. You want to know? I don't even think I said my name. I'm Mr. Sal. <laughs> <laughs> no one needs to know your name. You're the... <laughs> Apparently not. So... Kurt, we've got a lot to do. We've got, uh, we're going to go through each episode, uh, rank them from bottom to top with our favorite on top and our least favorite on bottom. We're going to go through our favorite titles, our least favorite titles. We're going to talk about our, some moments that stick out to us and give out our character superlatives. And then at the end, we're going to take a character quiz and oh, see which yes. artful Dodger character we are. I'm now, excited. Now, historically, correct me if I'm wrong here, but every time we've done a character quiz for the podcast, you have been disappointed by the results. <laughs> of the severely, quiz. severely right. disappointed. I, I, I wonder if this, the curse will continue or if redemption happens now when you. Well, you know, that's really funny. I, when I take these character quizzes, I always try like I try to skew my results toward the character that I want. That's terrible. That's... Within reason. Like if I yeah, definitely I disagree with it, I don't do it. But yeah, if like yeah. if all else equal, I, I pick what I think that character would pick. But I don't think I'm gonna land on Fagan today, I'll tell you that much. Do you even want Fagan? I don't know if I do, but I, <laughs> I, I but anyway, we'll see. We'll see. But right now, Kurt. We're going to, to rank our favorite episodes, and we're going to start with my least favorite episode of the season. Which number is that, Kurt? Number eight. That's right. The number eight episode for me, which I gave an eight out of ten, is Dead Men's Secrets episode three. So that's my least favorite episode of the season. Uh, you know, it's... There was some disappointment with it because Monks didn't show up because he showed up at the end of episode two and then he wasn't there in episode three. I don't even care about Monks anymore. <laughs> but mm -hmm. at the time, uh, you know, when you're watching the series and, and it's the third episode and you see this big bad, seemingly big bad introduced at the end of episode two, you kind of expect them to follow up with something in episode three. And they didn't really do that. Uh, th this was, I guess... The way I remember this episode, this is the Captain Gaines episode in my mind. Like this is the one where I should have voted for Captain Gaines as my favorite character, and I didn't, uh, because this is the episode where Gaines does his interrogation. He's he's trying to find the missing gold that Red has stolen. Uh, he is he is uh, interrogating Jack, uh, talking to him about how he has signed death warrants with this pen and how much more effective it is at killing people than the sword or the gun or the noose even uh he this is this is the episode where uh they Fagan and red hide the gold inside of the dead tinkler and then they have to find where that body is buried uh, a pooty gets knocked out by flashbang and they have to uh uh, go in and uncork his skull. That's the way I always thought of that mm -hmm. surgery, the uncorking. <laughs> Doesn't it look like an uncorking? Yeah, no. It, I, think, I, mean, I think they even use a corkscrew, don't they? It looks like a corkscrew if, if it's yeah, not some so, sort of special medical instrument. 
Yeah, I think my, my favorite episode or my favorite, uh, sorry, my favorite scene in this episode is that interrogation scene. Oh, yeah. I really, I love uh, Fagan's uh, listing of all of Dodger's brothers and his one sister. Uh, I think that's very, very funny. But the twice. interrogation, yes, twice, <laughs> exactly. The interrogation of Jack is, is probably the best. And Jack does turn it around on him as well and say, uh, yeah, I brought an escaped con- or, or a convict, sorry, not escaped. I brought a convict into your home that's true but why was your home so lightly guarded captain Gaines? and it doesn't really stick but this is really the the origin of that rivalry between Gaines and jack is. which is going to play out so much throughout the season yeah because we didn't realize how important Gaines was going to be as a character we kept thinking <laughs> right but eventually uh, same with darius which speaking of which this this is uh the episode where i think it starts highlighting their affair maybe it was last episode but this no they they had the affair we saw the affair in episode two yes because that's when they're rob sneaking in but here at least one time if not twice Gaines fails to catch them yes (laughs) Yes. it's very comical it's still still pretty funny episode it is it is this episode i felt more than pretty much any other episode in the season though lacked any real emotional or intellectual heft i Uh, I, I think i saw this one and i it was my first eight at the time i i I guess my second to last ranked episode my number seven and i questioned maybe i don't like the series maybe maybe i'm just not getting it (sighs) and you also didn't like it so i was like all right all right so good it's not just i'm also (laughs) I mean, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just that it, it, there wasn't, um, it was very, it was funny. It was entertaining. It was fun, always fun. But every other episode had something that had, that pushed it to the next level with just something more, something emotional, something intellectual that made you think, made you feel. And this one didn't really have it. There was the bit with Fagan and Agnes, the dog, but uh, that didn't really work for me as well as a lot of the other more emotional stuff did in the series. I agree. All right, let's move on to our next one. Number seven. Okay, my seventh favorite episode, or seventh ranked episode of the season. I gave it a nine out of ten, so I'm already off the eights and onto the nines in my in the second uh, from the bottom. Uh, is episode two, the blessings of Saint Coxix, and it's hilarious. I mean, it's really funny. It's um the fagan stuff with the the relic uh and the priest is so funny especially i love it with how it ties in at the end too like this oh yeah it's mattering a lot <laughs> listen this this series i thought did a great job of think, taking things that i thought that they were one-offs and then using them again mm-hmm. i i thought it was great you say that and i agree except for monks except for monks <laughs> and that's yeah. why this is my least favorite episode of the series. I Good it would be a you. nine. Yes, but I followed. Yes, yes. I'm so glad you did this. Go ahead, say why. I decided to take philosophy out of your book, a yes. page out of your book, however you want to say it, and punished this episode for monks. I thought about taking off two points, but I went, yeah, I'll just be <laughs> a point. I honestly stopped caring about monks too to some degree, but this yeah. this this episode introduced monks and. I'm very annoyed that they even had monks. I, I mean, they could have done monks better. I, this would be really the last time I harp on monks, but just, I don't know. Yeah. Either do more with him or don't even really have him or don't tease him like the way you did. He's He comes up yeah. in episode three, he's not around, and then he's not around for a long time. And then he comes up and he's just not really doing a whole lot. <laughs> I know that. Jacketing in a little tussle. So. Yeah. I, I know that uh, th- I did say 
that monks was there was no point in monks like he he was completely meaningless didn't did nothing for the series i did say that i think i guess i, I tried in the intervening time since we covered episode eight and now i tried to rack my brain about what purpose did they have for including monks in the series and i guess what i came up with and I, maybe this is lame i don't know and you can chime in here too but what i came up with was it's only through monks that we question fagan's intentions because knowing that he's plotting something with monks makes us wonder about his loyalty for with uh, loyalty to jack throughout mm -hmm. the whole series and i don't know if we would have had that kind of conf conflict within our ourselves without monks so i i agree with that but what i would say back to that then is what i wish they could have done in the final episode which is just at least show us monks some some, some sort of like yeah. resolution thing for him yeah even if he ended up not doing a whole lot in the series it they they really leave him out there oh yeah absolutely oh. so so yeah it's i look monks is probably the weakest thing about the series uh and that's I'm glad you decided to punish this episode and not the finale for how they mishandled that character. But so yeah, that's 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 my big knock on the episode two at this point is just mugs. But this also, don't forget, I think I'm pretty sure this is the episode where you I think this is gonna end up being your funniest moment later on, where the men lift. What sorry? The, the, the men lifting. Oh, I don't recall that at the slightest. Yes, you, you definitely do. <laughs> the hernia-inducing lifting. Mm, doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, but I will tell you, my favorite scene of this episode was Fagin's private prayer, where he asks to to bless Dodger uh, and, and keep him safe because they're going to try to swindle Darius out of the money that Dodger owes him so that he can be off the hook with Darius. Which they do. I think that little swindle, that scheme, I uh, call it a heist if you want to at the end. I thought that was really good. Um, but this prayer gives us that insight into Fagan's inner circle, I mean, like in internal circle, uh, where he can actually, we can be sure that he does actually care about Jack, at least enough to want him to not lose his hands. Which is sweet. Maybe it's, maybe it's because he needs those hands. <laughs> but, but I think that by the end of the series, we're, we find out that, that there is care there as well. All right. All right. So let's move on. Number six. All right, Kurt, I am going to be giving my last nine of the season here <laughs> with episode four, The Stitch Up. So this is my number six episode of the season. Uh, it's uh, the, the big driving force in this episode is that, well, first we find out that the governor is having an affair with Roddy and then Darius slashes Roddy's throat and then Sneed fixes it kind of, but Jack has to really step in and actually fix it. So there's all that. That stuff is, is, is pretty great. Um, it's, I'm actually having trouble remembering what happened with there's also the, this episode. There's also the big dinner scene, but... Oh, this is the dinner episode. That's right. That's right. So the dinner episode, that I mean, that's my favorite stuff in this episode, actually. It's, it's the it's the uh, the breakup scene afterwards, right? Yes. There, There's 
yes, there, there's a breakup scene afterward because Bell was pushing for him to be there. And honestly, yep. I'm pretty sure the reason you gave this episode a nine is because of the lack of Fagan. <laughs> so, everyone... so, yeah, it, well, not just the lack of Fagan, mm -hmm. but okay. um, it's. It, Fagan's what Fagan does doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Like how he gets Darius into this carriage, I I still don't understand quite. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't ruin it for me. But I was I felt like this this plot with the with the um, carriage ride with the stolen gold was a little convoluted and and didn't make a ton of sense to me. I'll tell you what I did love though. I really loved the conflicts that Jack was having, this illiteracy, the guilt versus vengeance. Like, do we frame Darius? He he didn't actually do this. So I, I'm a doctor, first do no harm. But I could get Darius off my case if I throw him under the bus. Uh, the feelings of inadequacy and all of this leading up to his breakup at the end with Bells. It's really good stuff. I just felt like uh, Fagan was a little underutilized in this episode. And more importantly, the the heist or the not the heist the the plotting against Darius and Peggy was uh, I don't know I, maybe it was beyond my understanding maybe it was over my head I don't know but it didn't make a ton of sense to me yeah a little convoluted yeah anyway okay right, and for you, me I put say? no yeah. all I'll say is that I I ranked it one higher than you so you gave it number six on your list I put it number mm -hmm. five but also a nine mm -hmm. and that's uh that's all we'll say about that one so let's move on. Number five. Okay, speaking of number five, my number five is the pilot episode, The Yankee Dodge. I just fell in love with the series from episode one. Uh, this I, I gave this episode a 10 out of 10. I didn't at the time. When I originally saw it, I had given it a nine. But retrospectively, I looked back, I was like, you know what? I love that episode so much. I got to give it a 10. Is it also it was to do with the, the lines being used for the later episodes? Absolutely. It's got a ton <laughs> to do with that because there's so much in this first episode that comes back around. I was enamored by that. I thought this is just really good storytelling. I think that they've done a great job of bringing us into this universe that I had so much affection for before I saw this this episode and just being in the episode just made, generated even more affection for it. It, did. it was nostalgic without being confusing. I don't think uh, for people who hadn't been too deeply exposed to this universe, I thought it, it so beautifully established the relationship between Fagan and Dodger and right in this Bell first and Mortimer we'll and <laughs> the snail, <laughs> the snail. Uh, that's who I'm going to end up being in our quiz, by the way, it's Mortimer, <laughs> Mortimer. snails. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I think that stylistically I was just overjoyed by this. I was like, wow, this is really cool. It's just so fun. I mean, a lot of it was too, was that it hit me just right because we had just finished covering a murder at the end of the world and bodies. And it was just a nice departure from those not that i it's not a knock on those but i like i have said when we started covering it i wouldn't call them fun no no but not, not, this not, was not at all this was this was fun it was definitely fun so, and as someone that did not know the source material like you do i yeah. i enjoyed watching it i i gave it a nine out of ten give it one yep. rank lower than yours you would say it's fifth mm -hmm. on your list six on mine yep i i, I enjoyed watching it like seeing jack the 
yeah, the, the, the first scene was just a, a cool set of scenes, right? The the theater cheering, Jack oh, yeah. playing poker, running over yep. to to do the surgery, and he does it super quick. <laughs> and there's like, <laughs> you know, comedic stuff going on with the surgery and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's overall a great time. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, absolutely. I definitely enjoyed it. I love it. I thought this was great. So, all right, let's move on to the next one. Number four. Ah, we're in the top half now. Yeah, top half of a great series. Something to note as well is, so we have the first four episodes all in our bottom four, and mm-hmm. the last four episodes in our top four, which is that's a good true. timeline for a series. That is. I thought this series finished so well. It, oh, I mean, man. it certainly did, according to our ratings. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That's right. Too. Yeah, I, I was just... I. I mean, I loved everything about this series, but I thought this finished very well also. So anyhow. All right. So this uh, episode, uh, the, I my number four is the sixth episode of the season. I gave it a 10 out of 10. It's Bully in the Alley. So Bully in the Alley is the episode where Gaines decides to make Port Victory a dry settlement port. I don't know what he called this place. Uh, colony. Yeah, a dry colony. Port Victory will not be a dry colony, and he goes through and he does it in the most violent way possible. He actually kills several people in the process of confiscating all the alcohol in Port Victory. And so that all of it was going to go through the governor. And this is infuriating to Jack and Bell originally. But I love the conflict that Bell has in this episode because and really I think this is the, the episode where I voted for Bell as my favorite character of the episode because She's at the center of the conflict. She's the one being pulled in multiple directions. She's got Jack on one hand saying, this is not right. We can't be doing this. This is, We're hurting people. There are better ways to do this. And she's got her father and Gaines on the other side pulling her in the other direction saying, these are killers. These are people who have killed our men. Like They do not deserve freedom. They should be pr- imprisoned or hanged or for the good of the colony, right? Uh, and that conflict was very, very interesting to me. I loved uh fagan's response to jack's affection for these people and these people who are who he thinks of now as family you know fagan goes through and and he gives us his backstory which as far as i know we don't get in any other piece of uh uh, work relative to oliver twist uh we get fagan's backstory cold winds a stick with brass tacks that fell on me back no matter how much i begged and all that stuff um, and he says this line that I just think is so representative of what the series t- was the whole time and ended up being. He says, I'm your family, Dodge. I'm your home. And you condescend to acknowledge me. And that was, I mean, it's heartbreaking retrospectively because he's right. Dodger condescended to him the entire time. And with good reason, by the way. <laughs> but in the end, Fagan does end up being his family and his home. So I really, I really love that about that line, that scene, this episode. It's, it's a really great episode. Really good comedic part of the episode. The professor being sober. Oh my god, he was great. Yes, <laughs> the sober professor. Uh, yes, the governor being very intoxicated. Meanwhile, uh, dealing with his dilemma, and, and you know, this kind of also introduces especially going to the later half of the series gains as a concept that you know he's he's trying to kill people but is he a necessity for the colony 
given it's a penal colony. Oh yeah. Or would there, would right. there be law and order if there was not Gaines? Right. Or at least someone yes. filling Gaines's role. Right. And that and they bring that up in the finale as well. But but yeah, that's that's the thing, and and that's why Bell's being pulled in that direction because you know and and you can understand both sides of this argument. And I I I think the series is at its best when it is presenting a quandary like this from both perspectives and. You, I mean, generally you root for Jack and you root against Gaines, but you can kind of see both sides. To to, so I gave this. We I put it in the same spot as you. My fourth ranked episode. Yep. But I gave it a nine, and the reason it's mm-hmm. not a ten really is the knock of Bell and Jack's unhealthy relationship at this point. How they keep <sighs> they keep rehashing the same cycle of you know they're, That's true, they're back yes. into each other, then something happens and they have a falling out and then eventually yep. they hey you want to you want to do this cool interesting surgery bell and then they <laughs> yeah. then they're back together uh, yeah and i think in this episode it was the uh, am i not worthy of congress that that whole bit right oh the congress thing yes <laughs> yeah about i think that's right. i think that's that's where the wedge is driven in this episode uh, and i think if i'm not mistaken this is where her mother first talks to Jack and says, well, you're out. Like you, you, you gotta, you gotta get away from her. Stay away from is her. It? I don't I know. Mean, that's, 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 that's seven. Thing. That's yeah, seven. That's Never mind. Yeah, yeah. That, that's where it's understandable. There's a wedge between them. Yes. It's like, well, now it's, that's a third right. party this, causing this. This, this one was, was like, Belle got a little jealous of the fact that Jack's got a little more experience than she does. Yeah. So, Anyway, but yeah, so I, then I, I think that's a valid criticism of of it. But although I, looking back on the series as a whole, I, I think that there wasn't, I and mean, it did happen like back to back episodes. Yeah, it's just here, so but, cyclic, you know. They yeah. they get close, yeah. something happens, another farther apart, and they get close. Yeah. Far it's very, it's like a whiplash. You know? It's like a musical at intermission. <laughs> <laughs> the, not not any musical, like a musical from like pre nineteen sixty. <laughs> like all the musicals pre-1960 were always boy meets girl they fall in love they get in a fight and break up in an intermission and then they're back together by the end <laughs> anyway yeah all right so that it's great episode okay let's move on to our next one number three my number three rated episode another 10 out of 10 is episode five the duel what, and what a duel. I mean, just the, the duel <laughs> itself was enough to make this a 10 out of 10. I didn't even need anything else. And it had other things. It had great other things. This is the episode with the ambergris, which is, I think, mm. some of the funniest stuff in the series. Uh, I I thought the rolling of the barrel, uh, everything with, with Fagan and Gaines, and that was all great. But the duel itself... That's where the real money of this series oh, is. Oh, yeah, the contention it's, between Sneed and Jack is great. Even after yeah. the surgery. Right, because the, and then at the end, Sneed has to rely upon Jack, and that is well, it's either really Jack or the professor. No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really cool, especially thinking about where that relationship ends, Jack and Sneed. Uh, the, it's really cool seeing this uh, scene and thinking about it that they were actually dueling and intending to kill one another. 
So, uh, but the duel itself has has a lot of emotional value to it as well. Jack actually cries when he thinks Fagin's going to die because the governor forbids the surgeons from dueling because they need the surgeons, but not the seconds. The seconds can go right ahead and duel, and Fagin, and probably intentionally, but maybe an accidentally, he shoots Sneed right in the knee. Uh, it's, they got the official Mortimer, which is <laughs> yeah. very oh, strange. No, but whatever. The, the return and the end of Mortimer. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, I really the end kill like a death. No, I did too. But <laughs> just because they brought him back, I so yeah. I put the second on my list. I also gave it a ten out of ten, which I only yeah. gave two episodes. I thought about putting this first. This, this is. I know. Yeah. I, I really do love this episode. It's oh, really this good. is a the damn duel, near perfect episode. The duel is just a great coming together of a lot of stuff that's going on. It is. And, and there's other stuff. Meanwhile, like this is right after uh, Fagan is able to frame Eggie and Darius. So we get that scene with Darius and Gaines, and they do a yes. great job of Gaines explaining that I don't really think you and uh, Peggy actually stole the gold, but. You know, you still <laughs> cheated on. Yeah, you're going to swing. So you're, yeah, you're, you're still having a problem. But I, yep. I'm still pretty sure Jack and Fagan did it. So that way, we as the viewers understand why he's still after Jack and yeah. Fagan. Because otherwise, I was wondering that, like, all right, well, Gain should be off their back now because right. he doesn't have much of a reason to come after them. Yep. All right, he yep. does. Yeah. And there's also this beautiful surgery scene with the, the guy who's blind in one eye and mostly blind in the other, right? Uh, the, oh, the navigator, yeah. Yeah, Bell, Bell asks him, you know, why he likes to be a, being a sailor. And he gives this really beautiful poetic response. It's a, this episode is damn near perfect. It's, it's really great. It's a great episode. Yeah. All right. However, I have two episodes ranked higher than this. You only have one. But I have two, so let's move on. Number two. My number two rated episode is the penultimate episode, episode seven, Wet Lettuce. And I just was giddy over this episode. Like, truly, truly giddy. Uh, the, the Bell and Jack stuff made sense in this episode. It's like, all right, the mom's getting into involved here, forbidding Jack to see from seeing Bell. She gives them an option. You know, you can don't you dare tell her that I that I uh, it told you this that I that I told you you can't see her, but you better never see her again. Otherwise, you're out on your ear. And he's and he's emotional about it. He, he doesn't want to do it, but he does it. Uh, he finds out by the end of the episode that she's dying, which is a pretty big emotional gut punch. Gut punch. But for, for me, and I'm sure this is the reason why I have this rated number two and you have it not as high, uh, and why I have this as a 10 out of 10 and you don't, is the Oliver Twist shows up and he's perfect. And yeah. It's so cool. And the heist at the end is so cool. And they've been double crossed or maybe not double crossed, but they've been beaten to the punch because the gold is gone. Oh, the heist, and, the heist yeah. is really cool without a doubt, regard, you know, regardless of the Oliver Twist part. But I did put in my yep. notes nine, probably a 10 if you're an Oliver Twist fanboy. <laughs> right, <laughs> so. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the whole last like 15 minutes of this episode where Fagan starts explaining how they're going to do the heist and they start intersplicing it with them actually doing the heist. And it's just wrong, so damn cool. It's, oh, yep. It is great. 
yeah it's great it, oh it's such good stuff so yeah i but i was thrilled to see oliver twist i was thrilled by how they used oliver twist i was thrilled that he didn't blow jack in especially knowing what we know in the finale about his motivations about oliver's motivations uh it's just it's very very cool i love this episode all right let's move on then Number one. Last, but certainly not least. In fact, most. <laughs> most um, not least. Most not least. Uh, my number one rated episode and yours, episode eight, the finale, untapped potential. 10 out of 10 from both of us. What a great finale. The twist that is Oliver Twist, which I, I, I guess we probably should have seen that coming, given, given his name. <laughs> uh that was so cool uh for me like fagan turning himself in and letting dodgers try to escape is everything to me because it it just it validates that fagan does actually have a heart and does actually care for for jack it's the one noble thing he ever did uh but he also has a backup plan here he's got this this uh pardons it is the ultimate faganism yes it is (laughs) It's so good. Uh, I thought the bell. I thought this was probably the most emotional episode of the whole series. It's 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 got this uh, a lot on the line here. That you know, Bell is needs to either have surgery or die not having surgery. And Jack is given this mm-hmm. impossible choice of: Do I try to help her and risk killing her in the surgery, or do I make sure that I don't kill her, but she just dies basically in my arms? there's a lot of friction in this episode especially to do with yeah uh, bell's mother not approving Mm -hmm. of jack and herself their friction on their relationship then the eventual trying to figure out how to cure bell or fix bell and then at some at one point they they feel it's hopeless she goes home yeah distraught thinking yeah she's she's gonna die and Mm -hmm. when jack finally decides to try and do it she's at that door it's it's, it's all sorts of stuff then yeah, it's great. And actually, this, this is a really great episode for the governor and Lady Jane. It is. They, are, they, they do some some really interesting stuff in this episode as well. Uh, Roddy yeah. as well. Rod, Roddy too? Yes. Ken the Goldbacks. Oh, so cool. And so many callbacks to the first episode. So many. It's so good. I Really, this episode brought so many things full circle. And th- that I, again, I thought they were going to forget them you know right down to you know the priest and fagin there was there um there there was the roddy and the governor there is uh the untapped potential the (laughs) convict servant just all kinds of stuff that just really put such a nice bow on this series this season anyway uh i would be thrilled for a season two uh, but I'm very comfortable leaving it where it is. If this is where they end it, that's totally fine with me. It's a great, yeah, it's a great finale on their part. Yeah. Or what you know, that's knowing if it's series or season finale. That's a trick you're thinking yeah. to do. Doing just a season finale, knowing you have a season two is easier, and knowing you this is your final season is easier. Yes. You're trying to get the the good middle ground because normally there's kind of a it's kind of a a give, right? If you want to make yep. it a season finale with the idea of a second season, you kind of make the series finale not as satisfying and vice versa yeah. where it's well, i'm not as excited for the next season i felt like you ended that off well enough they did a very good job ending yes. it uh if this is the end good end 
Yep. They could do more. So. Yep. I love that. Every series should take notes on that. It's just very, very good. I, I, I cannot imagine, for example, watching Outer Range as it was running, watching that finale, and not knowing if there's going to be a season two. <laughs> I mean, we we watched it much later than it, you know, far after it was released, and we knew there was a season two coming. But folks who watched it as it dropped, they didn't know if there was going to be a season two. Uh, that that sounds awful. Yeah, no, that, that sounds frustrating. Yeah, this this is perfect. I I will be so excited if I ever hear an announcement season two of Artful Dodgers happening. Uh, but I will be, I will never like lose sleep over the fact that we're not getting any more. I think this is great. It's a good story. Yeah. Speaking of season two, by the way, folks, we will put in the show notes. A link to the petition on change.org to get a second season of the Artful Dodger. So we'll hope you sign it. And they've already met several of their goals. So it's it's a pretty robust petition and we'll we'll be hopeful. All right, Kurt. Are you ready to talk titles? Okay, yes. Let's talk titles. Saying. Let's see here. We're gonna start with the worst title. I'll start by guessing your worst title, and you can guess mine, and we'll see how how right we were. So, all right, I'm looking at these titles. I'm thinking Untapped Potential. I don't think you would pick that as your worst title. I don't think you picked The Duel as your worst title, but you're certainly going to remember what happened in The Duel. Um, Wet Lettuce, I don't, I don't think that is – I think that's pretty memorable. I don't think you picked that as your worst title. Um, Bully in the Alley – maybe i don't know i mean the, it, it was a song in the episode uh, by the way i know that what you're looking for is something to help you remember the episode that's what you like in a title so if i'm look, trying to guess your least favorite title i'm looking for something that doesn't do that so bully in the alley is my top contender right now uh, although i guess you could consider gains to be the bully in the alley i don't know um the stitch up that one that might be it actually because that one he did a lot of stitching in this series <laughs> so maybe that's your least favorite one let's keep going here uh the yankee dodge i think you probably are okay with that one and dead men's secrets i don't think you'll forget that one although you might not like that one and blessings of saint coccyx i think you're fine with that one so I th- i've got it down for you i think to the stitch up and uh dead men's secrets and bully in the alley i am gonna go with the stitch up you did not like the stitch up because that could apply to many many of these episodes and you look for a thematic title you're not at all concerned whether or not it's relevant to the given episode (laughs) you could care less so because you're a madman like that uh, maybe you went with on tap potential not what lettuce the duel maybe bully in the alley by your logic, I think you like the Yankee Dodge. Yeah, it's uh, I'm wondering if you said the stitch up because you don't like the stitch up, <laughs> or uh, I'll go with you said Dead Man Secrets. Dead Man Secrets. Okay, uh, no, I did go with the stitch up. Ah, you <laughs> said I, <laughs> I, I did not go with the stitch up. I went with no? Bully in the Alley. Really? I did. Interesting. Okay, so well, just. From my perspective, the stitch up, I actually picked the stitch up basically for your reasoning for like the stitch up. I don't think it's a good thematic title for the series, but I also think that it could have been used in any episode. Um, 
No, I didn't think about that angle on it when I didn't pick it. I, you know, there's probably are multiple applications, but I look at that title and I go, yeah, that's when that's when Fagan got him. <laughs> and, that's also when, and that's also when Bell got him. By that, Bell, you know, had Jack come to the dinner and he couldn't read. She didn't mean to do that to him, but I don't know. See, the, the thing is, like, I don't remember any of that from the title. Oh. All I remember from the title is that Jack showed somebody shot, and I, in this episode, it happened to be Roddy, but. Oh my god, that's I, another angle there. Ugh, so much stitching up in that episode. Yeah, but there's he's stitching up everybody. Every episode. Every episode he's stitching somebody up. This might this might be the best title. I, I'll be honest, I did not think of it literally stitching someone up until oh. you just mentioned it to me now. I thought of it as framing someone. Is that what stitching up somebody means? Yeah. If you stitch you Are you sure? Them. Or at least you're getting them for like you're 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 um you're tricking them. No, that's the, not a good way of putting the it. The setup, I thought, I, I like the setup. I I would understand. I didn't know that it's been called the stitch up too. That's what I take it as. Yeah, so stitch up. Yeah, setup. Yeah, okay. yeah, you probably use those interchangeably. All right. Well, I mean that does that would make me like it more. Except I I think you're just making that up. So. I, I I that's how <laughs> I'm interpreting it as. I, I think you're stitching me up. up here. I see. Is that not a thing? You've ever heard <laughs> I don't know. This sounds a lot like shoe hammering. I think you're shoe hammering your I'm, own definition. I I am most certainly not. The, the, this is an actual <laughs> definition. Okay, cite your sources. But then, uh, so I know. Anyway, this is my least favorite episode of the season. How about you? Well, you went with. I, I went with Bully in the Alley because yeah. I just, I'm not, I don't remember anything of what that is for that <laughs> title. Well, I mean, th- they did sing the song Bully in the Alley, but that that does not make that a good title. Uh, this is the other thing that was on my short list for least favorite title, but I guess I just put together that maybe you can consider Gaines the Bully in the Alley because he is beating people up to the point of killing them to take the alcohol. The, de- the the definition of stitch up manipulate a situation so that someone is placed at a disadvantage or wrongly blamed for something all right well, you know what i re- <laughs> you were stitched I, up I, by I outsiders and ousted as a chairman i retract so. my what's the source on that by the way uh something fancy oxford languages fine okay so i retract my my pick the stitch up is a fine title, uh, and I will also go with Bully in the Alley. Ah, oh, come on, say <laughs> <This ain't> dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had Bully in the Alley on my short list as All well. Right. Dead Men's Secrets is like I, I don't love the title, but there there was a dead man with gold inside of him. So, All right. true. Yeah. Okay. Well, then best title. Yes. Uh, yes. I guess I should go first here. Ooh, there's a lot of ways you go with this. You like thematic, though, is the thing. So I don't really know if any of these titles are truly thematic. Yeah, you you could go with untapped potential. There's no way you say the Yankee Dodge. That's that's a. There's no way you put that as your favorite title. That, that that's ridiculous. You did that. Okay. So untapped potential. I could see you doing. I. Honestly, and this kind of breaks from your normal form, but I, I, I felt like this is what you might put as your favorite title, so I'm going to pick this. I think you did Wet Lettuce, and that's because that's what, in episode one, Fagin refers to Oliver Twist as, and so you were expecting Oliver Twist and Wet Lettuce, and you all were just excited to see Oliver Twist and Wet Lettuce, so it's just a, it's a very, uh, like a cacophony of good memories 
<laughs> thoughts that you, <laughs> that you associate wet lettuce with what Fagan said, which is Oliver Twist, and you were excited to see him. So wet lettuce. All right. Uh, and for you, I think I think this is a pretty easy one. I think you go with the duel. I think that that more than anything uh, identifies what happened in the episode. The duel is a, good, a big chunk of the episode, uh, and it's also your second favorite episode of the season, anyway. So you're going with the duel. You would think. You did, come on. Now you're I'm just being cute. You if think, you didn't go you with would, the duel, you would. You would think. But come I on. have also evolved as a person, Mister Sal. No, you haven't. And. Honestly, <laughs> I the reasons I well, I said wet lettuce, and that is because I will for I think I will forever remember wet lettuce to be the episode Oliver Twist came, and I will forever yeah. associate Oliver Twist with wet lettuce now. That's a great reason to pick it, okay. not to mention the fact that it's a callback to episode one, which I love, uh, but I didn't pick it because really? it, it, it's a great title. It's on my short list for favorite titles, but I picked the other one that's also a callback to episode oh, one and is a lot more thematic for the whole series. <laughs> you should do and that. that is untapped potential. That's Come right. Why? I, thought, I thought you'd break form to be like, hold on. Oliver Twist, though. Oh, I know. I thought about it. I definitely thought about it. You didn't do it. All right. I didn't do Fair. it. I, and a duel, duel was second on my list. I, I mean, I okay. would I would have done the duel, but then I went, you know, though, I'm going to, for like, if I ever do anything else with Oliver Twist, I'm going to think wet lettuce now. <laughs> That's Oliver true. Twist. They've, they've That's ingrained true. that in my head. Partly the series, <laughs> partly you. They've... <laughs> But that's what's done yeah. there. So yeah, fair enough. Well, good for you. All right, uh, let's let's move on from titles then, and let's talk about some moments that will stick out to us. And we will not guess each other's favorite moments in, in these categories. We'll just tell them because you know what, there were many, many, many moments in this series. I don't know if you knew that, Kurt. I mean, there are eight episodes worth of moments. Yeah, yeah at least forty minutes each episode. So, all right. Uh, so funniest moment. For me, I, I have a really hard time getting past Fagan's fake accents in the very first episode. I think that is just so funny. But all the St. Coxic stuff was also very funny. Sober Professor is very funny. The Ambergris Barrel, I love the Ambergris Barrel. But ultimately, I, I got to go with my man Fagan and say his fake accents were, were my favorite, were the funniest things to me. Honestly, so, Sober Professor could have been up there if he was sober for longer. Yeah, the the whole concept of sober professor. So, going away from that, it's a scene that I don't know if you really remember. I haven't brought it up at all, but it's when <laughs> the professor, the priest, and Tinkler all get drunk and start lifting heavy things for Tinkler that eventually kills him. It's the it's the, it's the lifting things scene. Yeah, just that, that I, general stuff. Going going actually, from there when they're sober. Er, I guess inside the bar, they slowly get more drunk, and then they, you know, they're talking about women, and then it evolves to them lifting heavy things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I actually could have guessed that one for you. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's really funny. By the way, the, what I what I'm talking about, Fagin's fake accents, is happens in the very first episode when they go do their house calls, mm -hmm. and he pretends to be German with Gaines's wife, and he pretends and to French. be French with with with. Uh, Darius's wife it, it, he even it, tries to pretend to speak some French. Yeah, I know. I love it. It tastes tastes the sputum. <laughs> All right. How about the most jaw dropping moment? You want to go first with this one? Yeah, uh, mine's a pretty easy one. It had for me the most jaw dropping moment would have to be the duel. Ah, I, the duel. There, there, there's there's a lot of moments in that duel that were obviously like, oh, oh my goodness, ah, oh, oh yeah, wow. Uh, it, it, 
yeah, it's there's also a lot of funny stuff in there, but mm-hmm. definitely I would say the duel. Okay. But yeah, especially uh, when Fagan and Mortimer are now walking. It's like, oh yes. geez, what's gonna happen? Is Fagan gonna get shot? Is yeah. Mortimer dead, I think, or what's up? And I wasn't even expecting what would happen, which is Sneed got shot. Yeah, exactly. Oh dear. Okay. Well, for me, all all of the most jaw dropping moments in this most jaw dropping moments in the series happened in the last two episodes. First, I, uh, Oliver arriving, I think, was a big one, but I kind of expected that because it, it was called wet lettuce. Um, in the finale, I thought red shooting gains, like when because I I mean, it's all set up for Fagan to take the deal and let Jack swing. Uh, but he steps aside. You were always were my number one, and red comes out shooting gains. But even that is not my most jaw jaw dropping moment. The most jaw dropping moment to me is we when we find out that the criminal mastermind is Oliver Twist. I love it he i think he calls it scrumptious i totally agree it was a scrumptious twist so the, the pupil is now the mastermind that's right i, I, I love that about it and so anyway okay so that's the most jaw-dropping moment to me how about the most emotional moment well there's a lot of there oh yeah again a lot of emotional stuff at the end of the episode or at the end of the season I think uh you know just Bell dying Bell is dying Bell needs the surgery uh Sneed's 180 you just sent the best doctor I've ever known to his death that stuff's all very very emotional to me uh, as is some of the stuff early in the uh, season uh, the, when you see jack in his cell the flashback when fagan says i gotta look out for number one and i so uh, sorry i'm out of here um that stuff fagan telling jack that you know i'm your family i'm your home uh but for me the most emotional moment and this is probably very personal to me is when fagan says you always were my number one that works for me so well it was so exciting to hear uh fagan take that moment to acknowledge someone other than himself and Definitely. put somebody else about first. to fall so. on his sword for someone he's he's yep. putting it all he's giving it all up going to jail no hope of getting out <laughs> i totally could 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 have been killed could have been killed before he got to jail, jail. and I didn't quite know it at the time, so I agree with you. That is also what I put as my most emotional moment. Ah, it looks right. like he's betraying the dodge, then he's not really, and he's giving himself up. Yeah. But really, he has a way out of the yeah. whole mess. But still, you're, you are right. He, he He's still putting himself out there. It's the most noble thing Fagan's mm-hmm. ever done. Yep, exactly. Okay, and the quote that will stick with me... Uh, well, you can go first on this one. Quote that will stick with me. You actually already said it. Uh, there's Probably a lot of bi- there's a lot of recency bias here in the final episode. Oh yeah, but it's it's a, it's a good final episode, I guess. Speaks volumes. It is. That it has a lot of moments that it could could have with it. Uh, yeah. You, yeah, because your most jaw-dropping and your most emotional is part of it. My yeah. quote that will stick with me. You just sent the best surgeon I know to death. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually surprised that cool. wasn't your most emotional moment. I know you you said that I, was like I a would, big thing for you. I I thought about tying that in as my most emotional moment, but I think that I mean they're very close because that that quote leads yeah, yeah. into the most emotional scene. So yep, <laughs> that's how I feel about it. But yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. You could, I mean, you could probably push them into one scene in a way. I mean, it, it references that. But. Gotcha. 
So for me, the quote that sticks with me the most, I've already said it several times, uh, but two other ones I want to mention first. Uh, I love how Fagan repeatedly uses the term hurtful, hurtful <laughs> when he ever gets criticized. Um, I've been waiting for a moment in my life to use it in my own life because it's it's locked and loaded and ready to go. So, I just need mind. somebody. I just need somebody to criticize me, and then I'll say hurtful. But um, but they need to criticize me like with affection. But that doesn't make any sense. Darius criticizes Fagan not with affection, and he says hurtful. Anyway, that was a big one. Uh, Fagan's line, which it pervades the whole series. I gotta look out for number one. That's certainly one that's, that will stick with me. But the one that sticks with me the most, I've already said at least twice in this episode of our podcast, and that is, I'm your family, I'm your home. And that just resonates so much with me because we we see that play out. We see it. Uh, we see Fagan not only say it to Dodger, but acknowledge it himself that Dodger is his family and his home. Uh I I feel like I also very much just relate to that. I feel like you know a house is is uh, can be a home, but a home is also about uh, my home anyway. Is about the people who make it, not just the house. So I'm really uh, I'm really in love with this line, and I I it's it haunts me. Haunts you? It does. I I think about it all the time. I'm your family. I'm your home. So anyway. That's good that. old, good old manipulative Fagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I might be a Fagan fan. I'm not sure. <laughs> You're not sure. <laughs> hey, what is this going? I'm putting Fagan favorite character pre-selected. You gotta. <laughs> I've got Fagan in there. You gotta. Yes. You gotta overcome Fagan because that's that's where the vote starts. Yeah, starts yeah. on Fagan. <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, some of these other characters, not just Fagan, maybe just Fagan, but we're going to get into our character superlatives, starting with the goodest character, and the goodest character, by our usual definition, although Kurt frequently deviates from it, is the character with the strongest moral compass, who, who does everything they do is done because they think that's the right thing to do. Presented with a choice, they will think, what is the right thing to do here? And that's what they'll do. For but Even if we disagree with them. Sometimes Kurt deviates from that, though. So I, let me take a guess at your Ridiculous. goodest character, Kurt. I, so if you stuck with that, if you like use the Rorschach method, not, not talking about the psychological evaluation, I'm talking about the character from Watchmen, you you gave Rorschach your goodest character in Watchmen. Yes. Because he had the strongest moral compass. Because he, he thought he thought about everything he did and he thought this is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. Whether we agreed with it or not, because a lot of times we disagree with what Rorschach does. So if you stuck with that, then you had to say gains. If you didn't though, you probably went with like I mean, I don't know how minor you want to go. Do you want to go down like uh uh, maybe flashbang. Uh, flashbang. <laughs> is this minor? Is that is, is that how minor we're going? Is flashbang? No, I, uh, I, I mean, really, everybody has questionable morals. Maybe, maybe Bell. If you if you just went with objective morality, not objective morality, like conventional morality, then you probably went with Bell. But uh, I, I'll, I'll say you went with Gaines. 
I won't lie, I did think about gains. I, I Are you kidding did. me? I did not. You'll you'll see you'll see why. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's, you know, I'm I'm gonna I thankfully have the advantage of going second. So we'll, we'll see yeah. if we had parallel thought here. I think you said the governor. No, I said gains. You did say <laughs> gains. All right, yeah. I said the governor. The only okay. the only thing I think you could argue with the governor is that he's cheating on his wife. Other than that, I think he's got a rock solid case that he follows his moral code to the point where he's willing to give up his position. Uh, and I think that that moral code he follows is more generally in my wheelhouse, I guess, than Gabe's. Right? Unbelievable. Am I wrong? <laughs> Okay. Well, I could. I, I, I his, could argue his moral code is more similar to your moral code than Gaines's moral code is. No. I, I okay. Wait. Wait. And I, I got another point here. Gaines kind of interputs in his own personal feelings into his moral code. For example, hanging Darius. He he even outright says, ah, "I don't think you stole the gold, but you're still gonna swing." Well, because in his mind, Darius is a blight on the community. He's he's had an affair with his wife. That's that's unforgivable. So, but he's not taking anyone else for having an affair. At least, well, maybe he No, he actually. would. I think he would. You don't think he would? I think he 100% would. No, yeah, you probably would. <laughs> but I, I, I think the governor is morally consistent. And, and, even, and even his affair, and even his affair, you, you could argue, it, it seems like a true like love there. It's more of mm-hmm. kind of, how the, the, there's a big theme about, you know, class in society. And, you know, you Definitely. belong to people in your class. And you, know, you can probably point it as a big reason as to why he's married to Lady Jane, but really, mm-hmm. he doesn't believe in this class system. He, I guess, wishes he could be with Roddy. Yeah, and, and Lady Jane certainly doesn't really respect him very much. No, no. Uh, not to mention a lack of affection. But let me reference also a scene in a carriage in Bully in the Alley, where the governor does not want to go dry until he realizes. Oh wait! I get to keep all the liquor, including that lovely—I well, don't remember what it was—brandy or cognac or something from from that one particular place. Uh, so uh, that's that's a very selfish act. There's no moral issue here, and he, the, and he corrected himself by the end of the episode. It came back. Okay. Yeah, you can't use that against him. He didn't. Say, he realized the error in his ways. Okay. Now, uh, so I want to defend Gaines a little bit here. Now, Gaines, certainly I don't agree with no, most I, of what Gaines I, I think does in this episode. Gaines is who I originally put here. I, I mm-hmm. thought about that. I thought I went, you know, I want to say the governor, actually. Mostly <laughs> mostly over the last episode is what made me really think of the governor. Okay. And yeah, it, I mean, the last episode, I, I I could agree with that. But I think over the course of the series, you know, having an affair, confiscating the, the cognac just so that you get to enjoy it more than everybody else and, and, and an affair is not necessarily you know we let's say we're going by their own rigid code uh-huh we, we can't be putting our own ethics into this doesn't mean that an affair is bad here do you think that he we thinks think it's okay to be having an affair in this instance yes he's you really so so he so it would be okay he'd, he'd be fine with telling lady jane oh no no because he knows lady so, jane would be, like it yeah, I don't know, because he knows that he shouldn't be doing it. Like he, this is, he knows he should not have the affair, but he has it anyway. He knows he mm. shouldn't confiscate the cognac, but he does anyway. Gains everything he does, he does because he thinks he should do it. Now, I don't agree with most of what he does. I want, I want to make sure that's very clear. 
But everything he does is done with, I guess I want to say best intentions, but that's not, not the right term. But with a sense of moral obligation, like I need mm-hmm. to do this because this is the right thing to do. Anyway, that's yeah. that's my argument for games. So let's move on, though. Yes, sir. Talk about our baddest character. So I'm going to let you guess me first for this one. I think uh, you said gains. Interesting. <laughs> I think you said, hmm, I really don't know who you would have put here. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with, you know, it's going to be a couple. You said the governor. Okay. How hot a take would it be if I said gains as well? Goodest character and baddest character? I thought That'd about it. Hot take. Um, did you say gains? I, I don't know. I don't think you did say gains. I think you're. I think you're baiting me here. I think you said Darius. Darius. I I had gains earlier. I changed that. Okay. For, for, you, before conversation, I, I went with Lady Jane. Are you kidding me? No. In what world is she better than Darius? I went with Darius. I, I, I think that's just an easy. I think it's the easiest choice in this whole list. You know, I didn't actually think about Darius, so I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> Darius is definitely a good choice. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue on Darius. Okay. As much, but you know, there, there are definitely points for Lady Jane. Although, most of it just comes again from the last episode. <laughs> with Lady, I mean, the last two really, actually, but with, you know, keeping this rigid class system. But like, you know, he feels there's a benefit to the class system. I I would I would argue the baddest part is her relationship with her daughter Belle, and mm-hmm. not wanting to believe her. Now she can have her own reasons for it, but I think it's all kind of from a selfish place. Of this is how we're supposed to be, and you 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 shouldn't you you're just believing him because you want to because you love him and not really taking uh, her analysis into thought. Hmm. That's a hot take. I would, I would, I would argue that that is a pretty <laughs> bad thing to do. Although Darius does I, scam, I can't, I can't. But, but I mean, there's a lot of scamming that goes on here, though. Oh my like god, Megan, Dar- Red. He yeah, does. He just slit Ronnie's throat, though. But Red shoots yeah. people. And is the most wanted criminal. So I, I, I would say if you pick Darius, why not pick Red? Because Red has had everything taken from her. That's all right. She's so, fighting back. Fine. I don't know. That's that's fair. Darius comes from a, a position of privilege. He slashes Roddy's throat. He swindles. He cheats at cards and threatens to cut Jack's hands off. He's not a good employer, so we're told by a pooty. Yeah, yeah, you know that, you know that, that's a, that's the deal of the coffin. Actually, <laughs> he's he's he been drunk to everyone. Yeah, he, I mean, th- think about what he did to a pooty. Like you're gonna fight, like, like basically. Him. If you're gonna fight, and if they die, you die. But uh, you know, he he had an affair right under the the, the nose of who he claims friend is his best Dave, friend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, it's it's Darius. I think I, Lady Jane. I think what she does with Bell, does with Bell is defensible because uh, you can see the emotion. It comes from a place of love. She she doesn't she doesn't first of all doesn't want to believe that her daughter's sick. Yeah. She's also been told by at least twelve doctors that her daughter is not sick. So, I mean, you got 12 doctors 
telling you no and one telling you yes and the one happens to be the one that you caught in bed with your daughter i i totally sympathize with, I, with I, why so i sense that. i sense these doctors are saying this due to the pressure she's exerting on them that she clearly wants them to say there's nothing wrong with her well sneed i agree i don't agree i don't know we don't see the other doctor so i yeah we can't yeah, speak on it but based on yeah. sneed i think that she's exerting pressure on them for them to not want to say she's actually you know suffering from anything more serious well Maybe the other thing them, that you have though. to remember is that like the, the surgery has never been successfully done before True. so she, she views the surgery as a death sentence for her daughter so you can you can ignore the issue or actually kill actively kill your daughter in her or mind you, or, you I, could, I don't, or you could at least acknowledge it and say eh, but but you can't do anything about it you, you should go down that route of i I mean, I, look, the, the, probably the the modern acceptable per- parenting thing to do is have the discussion with your daughter and say, you know, I, I don't if I don't want to see you die in surgery because of something that you might not have. But it is your life. And if you feel like this is the only way, then I understand it. I support you. Like, that's like the modern I, parenting position to take, I suppose. But that's this is not modern times i don't think she does anything wrong here i agree darius is actually probably the baddest character however yeah however i think it's pretty cool if the goodest and baddest character are a couple okay so so i i I give that back to you all right fine all right uh most character growth so for better or worse character that changed the most for you, I think you see. Uh, I, I'm not sure. You say Jack. I don't think you say Jack. You might say Bell. Uh, you might even say get the governor again. Uh, I don't think you say Gaines here or Darius. Uh, you know? Oh, I know who I think you say. I, I I think that quote that really sticks with you is really sticking with you. You say Sneed is the most character growth. Okay. I think you go with Bell. Okay. I did not go with Bell. I went with my man Fagan. Most really? I, 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 I did. I don't think Fagan did. changed very much though from his start. Is the only that's the only issue I have with Fagan. I don't know his um start to end. I think the, Look, the whole time yeah. they didn't care about Dodge. I I think he does, but I think he's always willing to sacrifice Dodge for his own sake if he needed to. Uh, then the fact that he says at the end, it's the one noble thing I've ever done, that's enough for me. All right, fair. Who'd yeah. you go with? I went with Belle. Okay. I think Belle really learned. She, she learned a lot of things, obviously, to do with surgery. I mean, she read up a lot about it, but the, the physical part of it. And along, you know, growing as like a person, having a relationship. Uh, attending Congress, attending Congress, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. getting her ailment fixed. I think Bell has a huge amount of growth. So I'll say, okay. I'll say Bell. Although I right. question how much she has changed as a person, but I think she's changed enough. She, she's she, gotten she to know the the common person more. I think if you think of the way she viewed Jack in episode one versus the way she views him in episode, say, I don't know, five, four. Yeah, she threatens uh, him in episode one to yeah as a way to meet her means. Yeah, becoming a Co- virgin. common thief, not really suitable to be uh, interacting with, but 
she needs him to become a surgeon. So, yeah, I, I, there's definitely lots of growth there. I, I, I could, I think that's a very defensible position to take. The only, yeah, the only issue with Fagan is I could very well seeing him when he came into this. That yeah, the same thing he does at the very end of the series, he would have done in episode yeah. two because of the plan, right? Like he, he would save Dodge because he needs the Dodge. And you could argue yep. that's why he does that at the end. He doesn't, I didn't even think about this until just now, he didn't save Jack because he particularly cares about him. Yes, he's putting himself out on a limb, but he put himself out on a limb to come all the way to the colony in the very beginning mm-hmm. as a prisoner, that's true. as he claims. So is he doing it because he really feels that he needs Jack for something? Like he is, his quick hands are very useful. Your mm-hmm. hands, his brain. That's right. So yeah, thing, nah. oh, I don't know if Fagan grows at all. You know what? <laughs> now I, I, I don't know. But he definitely could have. <laughs> I, 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 I view it as growth, and so definitely I'm sticking with Fagan. But I, I think Bell is a very defensible position to take there, too. So, all right, let's talk about our biggest turn on a character. You get to guess me first this time. Hmm. Biggest turn on a character. This one, the tricky one. I don't know. This is hard. I, I'm going to go for you, Oliver Twist, because you didn't expect him to be the one, and you already have your pre, you know, you know him from the IP, so I I think you said Oliver Twist, since he turned out to be the criminal mastermind, Scrumptious. Mm-hmm. Scrumptious, Scrumptious. All right, uh, I, so I, I'm looking at the characters that you have and have not covered so far. You haven't said anything about Fagin or Jack yet. I don't think you're going to say anything about Fagan and Jack here. I think you're going to save those two for the last two. Uh, I, the, the most major character you haven't mentioned yet is Gaines, but I don't think you had much of a turn on Gaines. Uh, let's see. You know, okay. Here's, here's who I think. I think you're going, you're going to double down on the governor. Okay, and for, oh, I already said my guess for you. Yeah, All you right. you guessed you guessed. Uh, who did you guess? Oliver for Twist. Which Oliver I Twist. Not a... <laughs> you know, I, I just didn't remember who you, who you guessed. It's it's actually I didn't even think about Oliver Twist. That's a really good one, actually. But I I, I went with Bell for this one, uh, and I went with Bell because I didn't I didn't really have much affection for Bell in the early part of the series. Uh, but I, I was definitely emotional when I thought she might die at the end. Uh, so uh, th- there definitely was a change in me and my attitude toward Bell in the series. I did think about putting Gaines here simply because I didn't think he would be at all important. <laughs> like, I don't want to throw away. Not, I don't want to say throw away. But yeah, like a non-significant character. Turned out he's yep. very significant. But That's I sure. went with... Allow my quote that will stick with me, Sneed. Uh, <laughs> he flip-flopped a lot for me, right? There were times he would defend yeah. Jack. Uh, like when Gaines was looking around the hospital for him, he kind of defended yeah. him. But then obviously they, they go to have a duel. He's against Jack. Then he you know has Jack, asks Jack to save his leg. Jack does yeah. it. They still feud a bit, but the the final his final line in the series. Yeah, is him back on Jack's team. So if anything, <laughs> I kept turning on Sneed because yeah. I guess I'm yeah, a Jack right. supporter. Yeah, fair enough. So fair enough. maybe you could say biggest turn or most turns on a character. <laughs> fair, that's a good point. Yep. There's also uh, a, I don't I don't know if we were even talked about this. I don't think we did. Um, there was that uh, in Dead Men's Secrets. No, it was the episode after Dead Men's Secrets, episode four. What, what's episode four? I don't remember. Anyway, uh, up. 
Ah, there you go. In that episode, um, Sneed is asked by Gaines if there was a, an outbreak of typhoid and he says, no, there hasn't been in six years, but you know, I need Jack. Don't you take him away from me? Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. How about the most entertaining character? I think you said Fagan for this one and I'm going to stop right there. I think you said Fagan as well. hundred percent. No doubt about it. <laughs> uh, no, I don't even have to make an argument. Fagan is, hilarious he's he's thoughtful he's everything i hoped he would be in this series how about you for me oh yeah i said fagan (laughs) thank goodness i would have probably jumped through the microphone and attacked you if you didn't (sighs) okay good all right last category most interesting character and you get to guess me first excellent just mine I didn't see it. I'm not right. looking at my computer. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, I think. Well, you know what? Have a. Hmm. You interesting. Fagan again. <laughs> most interesting. Triple down. Will I triple down on Fagan? Yeah, actually, you already went double, so you've already broken the seal. Yeah, you said Fagan. <laughs> uh, I think you said Jack for most interesting character. I did at one point, but I've swapped it to Fagan. Really, I I said Jack. Uh, I I can't believe you let your whole list go through with no mention of Jack. Jack was there, but I replaced it with Fagan because I thought about it. And went, you know what though? Jack was a character. I think I, I he's an interesting character, but like I think so. There's not a lot of mystique behind Jack. I I feel yeah. compared to Fagan, and it might be because I don't know Fagan from previous <laughs> right IP right. So well, you I'm, don't know Jack from previous either. So. I don't, I don't, but I feel yeah. like there's more behind the curtain of Fagan. I'm I'm okay. intrigued by him more. He's more interesting to me. I don't. All right. You know, I I don't, I don't understand his motives at all times. He's also entertaining. Oh yeah, no, I okay. hey, I'm not gonna argue against yeah. Fagan. I so I think I, it's a very valid argument to make to make that Fagan is the most interesting character. I ultimately go with jack because he's the one who has the who's being torn in multiple directions he's being torn into his his past and his future he's being torn into criminal versus surgeon uh he's got all the imposter syndrome with the illiteracy and the feelings of inadequacy with not being in the same class as bell but being in love with her he's got the the dilemma, the impossible dilemma at the end with those he performed the surgery or not. Uh, I think Fagan is so interesting, but Jack is more interesting. Hmm. You know, it doesn't feel right not having Jack at all. Anyways. It does not feel right. I can't have Jack anywhere. That's all right, though. He, his name's in the title, so it's fine. <laughs> that's true. He gets okay. that. <laughs> okay. Thankfully, Sneed made a list, so we're all right. <laughs> You got Lady Jane, the governor, and Sneed on your list. That's amazing. But no Jack. Yeah, well, I, I, can, <laughs> I can't shoe hammer into the list of it. It is what it is, the list. <laughs> okay. All right, folks. So we are about to take our character quiz. Might take us a while. So we want to make sure that we call you to action first before that, in case you decide the quiz is not for you which we understand but folks make sure that you check out our other series we've got lots of great stuff up in our feed i think a lot of you have already found a lot of great stuff right now concurrently with uh with dodger we've got culprits going on we're close to wrapping up that series 
We've been loving it so far at the time of this recording, and who knows if we love it all the way to the end. Uh, but there's lots of great stuff in there. I'm probably, if you're into the Artful Dodger, uh, you might be into other, I don't know, other British things like Black Mirror or, uh, I don't know, is Chernobyl? There's a lot of British people in Chernobyl, although it's set in Russia, but they're British actors. Uh, there's, uh, uh, I don't know. What else do we have that's British? That, oh, bodies. We have bodies. Bodies was British. Oh, we did yep. something else. I thought we did too, but I, I think I'm, I'm not finding it. So anyway, uh, if you're Black into, Mirror, yeah, I said Black Mirror. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, culprits. But, oh, but that's, that's but that's I already talked about culprits too. Uh, if you're into fun stuff, things that are stuff that's fun but will still make you think, why not check out? Uh, you know, this, honestly, Centaur World, uh, or check out Mrs. Davis. Uh, the only murders in the building, Russian doll, shrinking, the white lotus. This is stuff that's fun and will make you think. We've got a new series coming up though, because Dodgers all done. Sad to say, we got to start something new next week. So while culprits will continue dropping on Mondays, we're going to be dropping our coverage of the new Max series, The Regime very excited about this series i've i've seen the trailers have you seen the trailers yet kurt i refuse to now in the principal oh my gosh I, 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 unless you really feel like i should for the series i i do not want to watch <laughs> no, i mean i don't know uh, uh it's i was sold on the fact that kate winslet is the star and that's really all i needed uh she's one of my favorite actors i love kate winslet so i'm Thrilled to see it, her in this role as a i believe it looks like kind of a dictator of a country uh and that's interesting enough but it also has Hugh grant in it and i'm very excited about that uh some of the creative team behind the series are people that have been involved with succession and the undoing neither of which i've seen but i've heard good things about both of them uh and max is usually pretty good or at least hbo used to be pretty good about making good series i'm not sure if max still is or not because max is pretty new but at any rate, that's the next series we'll be covering. So Mondays, we'll, we will continue with culprits until that's all done. And on Thursdays, we will be dropping the regime. And we hope you check that out and check out our coverage. Tell folks about us. You know, go out there, tell your friends, tell your family, hey, if you like this show, check out these guys. Hit the streets. Give us a, you know what I mean? Go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hand off flyers. Okay, I still think that's the best way to do it. <laughs> um, we got, uh, you know, Tell them about our back catalog. Lots of stuff, lots of good stuff in there. Give us those five-star ratings and reviews. We do appreciate that. If you want to email us, showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. We will be covering the regime as it happens, episode by episode. So the new episodes are going to drop on Sundays uh, of the regime on Max, and then our coverage will drop on Thursdays of that episode. So you'll have a chance to email us in between watching the episode and our coverage. That I mean, that's a great opportunity, folks. Showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. So that's all good stuff. Follow us, like us, share us around. Uh, thank you for, for listening. We do really appreciate your listenership. And now on to the quiz. A quiz to take oh, to I figure out which, which Artful Dodger character we are. Oh. I am almost certain that I'm going to end up being Lady Bell because that's just the, the trend in these quizzes is that i end up as the 
the young female who I have really nothing in common with. Well, what? Oh, okay. I was going to say Belle is younger than Lady Jane. But... I have more Fanny. in common with Belle. Maybe you'd be I Fanny. More... I, I thought about Fanny. I think it'll be Belle. But I I have more in common with Belle than I have with Autumn in Outer Range or Darby <laughs> in A Murder at the End of the World. Was, was it Darby that I ended up as? I don't remember for A Murder at the End of the World. Did we do it for A Murder at the End of the World? I don't, Maybe I don't we know. didn't even. I can't remember. What, I think we did for I, I, Only Murders in the Building. You're right. It was, yes, it was Mabel. Mabel. It was yeah. Mabel, yeah, yeah. But again, I, I'm more in common, I'm sure, with Belle than either one of them. But uh, that's where I think I'm going to land. I think you're going to land on... I think you're going to land on Darius. <laughs> I see myself as a Gaines fellow. Okay. And I think you will also be a Gaines fellow. Oh. I think the double Gaines tundra where righteous men bringers of the okay. law hopefully hopefully not too righteous but there's not many lawmen in this besides like i guess the the governor kind of so all right all right well let's get started our first question that we're going to share on the podcast here is you're at a party and the music is terrible what do you do a start a dance battle b go talk to the host and politely ask that they change the music C, grab a drink and find a quiet corner to people watch, or D, leave the party. I am going to leave the party. <laughs> so, the music is terrible, and well, uh, you know, I, I, I guess my my thought is that the music will eventually change. So, like, <laughs> let's start. I don't. I, C, I'll grab a drink and find a quiet corner. Okay, so basically not dance. Okay, but I won't complain about it. All right. Next question. If you were lost in a forest, what would you do? This is your next question, okay. right? Uh, yep, yep. It is build a shelter and start a fire. Keep walking in a straight line. Tell for help. Cry and give up. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do, Kurt? I, I think, I mean, there'd be a combination of probably yelling for help. But primarily, I think I would keep, I, I don't think I would stop and build a shelter. Because I don't yeah, think I, don't I could either. build a good enough shelter. So I think I would just keep walking. Me too. I would also keep walking. Maybe I'd cry a little bit, but I probably would, but I don't <laughs> I wouldn't give I don't think I'd give up. All right. Next question. You see someone being bullied in the alley. It's not in the alley. It's just being bullied. What do you do? Stand up to the bully and defend the victim? That's A. B call for help from a teacher or authority figure. Wait a minute, I am a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, C, record the incident and post it on social media to raise awareness. Or D, walk away and mind your own business. What okay. a... Uh, like, is this me right now? In my current life state? Well, I, I assume so, right? All right. Well, then it's probably... Uh, I think I should say B. Or Call a. for help from a teacher is already fixed. Depends. Yeah. Hmm. This, this, this really depends for me. I wouldn't say I would call for help. I'd probably report it. So I'd probably be. Yeah, I mean, I I would. I, I, I would I'm tell supposed you. to. Professionally, <laughs> I'm supposed to stand up to the bully and defend the victim. So I'll, I'll pick that one. I would also have to report it, but <laughs> that's a whole other story. All right. you're gonna And you're going to tell me? Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'll tell you. Is that way you can write up the thug? Or you can, you can, <laughs> you can do the yeah. paperwork. Thanks. Appreciate it. Anytime, anytime. Right. Do you ever get into fights? I may get to verbal disagreement now and then. I don't fight. Maybe I might argue. 
only if it's really necessary. There's not one for if you. I I would think we both really like getting into tussles. <laughs> That's right. There's not a yes, I do. Uh, yeah, I mean. I'm having trouble distinguishing between A and B here. I make it a verbal disagreement now and then, or I don't fight. Maybe I might argue. I'll say um, B. I think it's. All right, um, and I'll say A. To, I'll say A to be different. I may get in a verbal oh, disagreement. That's now, that's necessary. Let's argue about this. <laughs> oh, you know this. <laughs> hey, all like right. This question is it. This is my turn, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What gives you fuel in the morning? An energy drink. Tea, water, or coffee? There really should be Magic Mind up here. Magic Mind. Where's Magic Mind? <laughs> Where's Magic Mind? I guess the closest thing to Magic Mind is what? Uh, I don't know. Maybe tea? Maybe an energy drink? I would not say energy drinks. Yeah, probably, not probably, probably, probably tea or coffee. Tea is the closest. Yeah. Well, I'm going with water because I don't drink any of these other things. I would say so. coffee because I, I always mix Magic Mind with the morning coffee. I guess I sometimes drink tea, but only when I'm sick. So I'm going with water. All right. How do you feel about learning new things? Love it. I enjoy learning new skills. Hate it. Prefer to stick with what I know. It's okay. As long as it's not too difficult. D, I'm always up for a challenge. Again, this kind of depends. If in general, like it depends what I'm learning. If it's something I'm Mm -hmm. intrigued in, by all means, I I think I'm I'm like a sponge for that stuff. Mm -hmm. If I really don't care to learn it, I hate it. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. want to learn it. So I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with kind of what I feel is in the middle. C. It's okay as long as it's not too difficult. Because if if it's something I enjoy, it's not difficult, right? It's something. Yeah, I, that's I that's also what I'm going with. Yep. All right. Next, you receive a negative comment on social media. What do you do? A. Ignore it and move on. B. Respond with a thoughtful and respectful message. C. Respond with a defensive or angry message. D, delete the comment and block the user. Hmm. I don't, I'm not on social media enough to really feel like I have a, a, a leg to stand on with this question. Uh, but Near I guess I'm going to go with uh, probably I'm going to respond with a defensive and angry message. I'm a, I'm a big A guy. Ignore it, move on. <laughs> Just ignore it. Yeah, whatever. Good for you, man. I, I don't think I could do that, but. I mean, yeah. I, I probably, it probably depends. If it's like true, if it's someone I, if it's just a public thing, I, yeah, I'll just ignore it. Whatever. But what if it's hurtful? <laughs> hurtful. That will be my reply. Hurtful. Hurtful. <laughs> that, that, that's what I reply. Hurtful. <laughs> yes. Period. Oh my God. I love it. All right. Which type? Oh, sorry. This is you. Which type of pet would you choose? A loyal and protective dog, a playful and cuddly cat, a low maintenance fish. A rare and exotic reptile. So this is a big choice for Mr. Sal. He famously hates animals. No, he doesn't hate animals. Don't put that out there. He doesn't hate animals, but he doesn't really want a pet. Don't want a pet. Because of the maintenance. None none is not a choice here. So yes, I am going with the low maintenance fish. I would also say the low maintenance fish. I I like having (laughs) pets, but I don't feel like the maintenance. Yeah. Low maintenance is the key to that answer. Okay. Other people are A, kind of annoying sometimes, B, possible new friends, companions, family, etc., or C, pawns. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's a great answer, C. Oh my goodness. Uh, I like this question, actually. This is a good question. I, so, personally, for me, I think growing up, I would have said A. Other people kind were just of annoying annoyed. sometimes. 
Mm-hmm. But I think now, especially in the last few years, I, I, I'm trending more towards B. That people, yeah, I, people are fine. I, I, I'm all right with that. Yeah, I, I definitely go with B. Possible, but really, I think C. <laughs> but no. you're not saying that on a public <laughs> podcast. Oh my god, that's funny. Okay, what is All your right. favorite type of pizza? Hawaiian pepperoni, veggie, plain cheese. I can easily eliminate two of these, um, but I'm stuck between the other. I can easily eliminate easily eliminate Hawaiian and veggie. Uh, really? It's either pepperoni so, or plain cheese. For, for reference, I grew up with um, my mom's vegetarian, so very frequently we get vegetarian pizza, mushrooms on pizza slab, green peppers on pizza slab. A vegetarian pizza is better than a plain pizza. I hate onions on pizza. Oh, onions on pizza are pretty good too. I I, I like the other like green pepper and mushrooms more, but Mush, mushrooms is great. I love always get mushrooms on pizza. Mushrooms I love that. But I I'm a big fan of veggie pizzas, but I I think I'd still go with pepperoni. Yeah, I you know it depends on my mood, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the safe bet and say plain cheese because sometimes pepperoni can be very garlicky, and then I just smell like garlic the rest of the day. Hmm. All right, what is your favorite? Wait a minute, did I? This is me, yeah. What is your favorite animal? Lion or other big cats? Bee, owl, or other birds of prey? Certainly not, because birds are evil. Uh, C, wolf or other pack animals? D, dolphin or other intelligent marine life? I'm a big marine life guy. I love it. Dolphin for me. I was going to say, they're they're pretty... I mean, pack animals and like lions are... So, I'm not into birds for the same reason as you, but... Marine life in general, like octopuses are really interesting. Oh, Whales, dolphins, they're pretty interesting stuff. So, yeah, I'd, I'd go with the yeah. dolphins and other dungeon marine life. It's like a whole other so, world down there. I know. It's amazing. Oh, I can't even think about it. It's amazing. All right. Which, your turn to read. Which of the following best describes your fashion style? Athletic and sporty. Polished and professional. Bohemian. Or what's that? Yeah, bohemian. Yeah, bohemian. And carefree. Avant-garde and experimental. Cheapers that are none of these where's casual yeah we're just that's that's what I, feel too. <laughs> I i i mean i might look one way but really it's all i don't know what bohemian means as much but carefree i don't know i just i don't think that much as to what i wear yeah so it's definitely athletic and sporty it's definitely an avant-garde and experimental i wouldn't say polished and professional no neither would i for me so therefore i would say carefree I don't stress yeah, too much about what I wear. So I'm also going with that. All right. How do you feel when you wake up in the morning? A, these old bones of mine may creak, but I'm ready. <laughs> B, depends on what time I went to bed last night. C, tired, let me go back to sleep. D, ready to go. I'm definitely going with it. Depends on what time I went to bed last night. Uh, I almost always wake up tired. I'm just kind of used to it now. So I, gotcha. Wazi of... I wouldn't say ready. I would say see tired. But I'm still okay. tired. What is your ideal partner? Oh, this is you. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. What is your ideal partner? Rich and handsome, complex and intriguing, kind and funny. Hmm. Uh, can I pick all six of these things? <laughs> uh, presumably, if they're rich, they must have all the other qualities. <laughs> uh, kind that's got to be really important right if they're not if someone's oh, not yeah. kind that's, I, I so i would have to yeah. say c yeah absolutely and it's, presumably if they're funny they're funny to me that, that, but my important. second choice would be rich and handsome because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. they're not kind in the way you feel it's kind of inseparable then yeah yeah 
Agreed. All right. If you were stranded on a deserted island, what would you bring with you? A, a satellite phone. That seems to make a lot of sense. Do I need to read the rest of these? B, a, set, a knife. Uh, C, a boat. Or D, a friend. Sal, I bring you. <laughs> we stuck together. I'd be like, no hey, boat. I, cho- I tell you, listen, I had a choice between these four, and I picked you. No, oh, unbelievable! What a guy! <laughs> not I am not picking you. I'm picking you the boat or the phone. I'll probably pick the phone. The only thing with a phone is like they they can tell my location from a satellite phone, right? I think so. Because I I'm not I, 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 in my I'm not confident enough in my skills with a boat to get away from this island. I'm going with the phone. I might say a friend and then pick a friend. What? I think, what? what? I think you could help me out here. I don't think you know you have it in you, but I think I've seen cast. I don't. I don't have it in me. I think you could do it. Oh, boy. Satellite phone. No, I agree. That, this kind of feels like almost a no-brainer. I, I think so. I mean, I guess there could be some monkey paw level stuff for like the phone's missing batteries or something. something oh, that'd something. be horrible. You're driving and a semi-truck going full speed misses you by an inch. How do you feel? Totally freaked out. Meh. Didn't hit me. It doesn't matter. Slightly freaked out, but mostly fine. Oh, I'm totally freaked out. Hundred percent freaked I out. I think um, I think rel well, what I think relative to other people, I would be seeing. Interesting. I I, okay. I would freak out, but I don't. I don't think I'd freak out as much as other people would. Okay. I would totally tell everyone about it. Thought I'd be like, oh, guys, you're not gonna believe this. Uh huh. <laughs> I almost got hit by <laughs> And then I would try to lead it into some cool way where, you know, the semi truck almost, I don't even know. I have no idea how I would reangle that. I've already hit next now, so I can't read it. <laughs> Me too. All right. Uh, 18 or next question. What do you think your greatest strengths are? A, being honest, B, being kind, or C, being selfless? Hmm. Uh, I think most of my students would say that I'm kind, so I'm gonna go with being kind. Ah, uh, is there none of the above? I <laughs> know, <laughs> right? No, no. Ah, uh, I people. I, I would say people think I'm I'm a kind person. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll say kind as well. Also, that I can also copy you. All right. <laughs> if you could be any animal, what would what would it be? A unicorn? A penguin in a tuxedo? <laughs> what is this a reference to? A sloth who's really good at playing video games? Or a cat who can fly? This is so easy for me. I'm not a sloth playing video I, games. I would I mean there are so many questions about this hypothetical, so where, where the issue lies in, which is like, am I my current brain but now I'm an animal, or am I just that animal right. in a given state? Because then yeah, I'd like to be a sloth that games. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But if it's my, uh, if it's my head, fly is pretty good too. But yeah, if it's my head, I would want to be a cat that can fly. So yeah, I'm 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 gonna go with so just because you're doing the sloth one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with it's my head and an animal body. I want to be a cat that can fly. Yeah, reasonable. Last question: What's the first thing you do in the morning? A. Take a shower. B. Meditate. C. Make the bed. Or D, check your phone. I, I, I check my yeah. phone. I mean, who, yeah. who, almost who doesn't do that first? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, here it comes. Moment of truth. Which character? I'm pretty happy with mine, actually. Uh, all right, what is yours? 
Governor Edmund Fox. <laughs> That's reasonable. 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 I, 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 the goodest character. I, reasonable. I got, I think, a very reasonable pick. <laughs> I got Mr. Sald. Vegan? No, no. I got, I got Bell? No, Lady Fanny. You got Fanny? I got Fanny. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't <laughs> I don't think that's reasonable for you, but uh, well, well, it's a person of sophistication and depth. That's a sharp in- intellect and a keen sense of social dynamics. No offense, but I don't actually feel that way about Fanny. As much. I don't either, <laughs> I, though at least the, the social dynamics. Social maybe, maybe, but, that. she understands. Uh, yeah, but the first two, I I don't think so. <laughs> Keep reading, though. I want to read Governor your Fox elegance too. and poise are matched by your strong will and determination, making you a formidable presence in any setting. Again, I don't know if I agree with that entirely. <laughs> You're yeah, adept at navigating, but listen, going by the description, I like this description more than being Fanny. You are <laughs> adept at navigating the complexities of both personal societal relationships. She kissed. She kissed Sneed while she oh was God. like out cold. Unconscious. I know. Uh, using your intelligence and charm to influence and inspire those around you. Your strength lies in your ability to maintain integrity and values, even in the face of adversity. I really don't feel like that write-up explains Fanny that well whatsoever. <laughs> That's okay. This write-up doesn't explain Governor Fox very well either. If you got Governor Fox, you embody authority and a keen sense of justice. <laughs> Which I, I don't I don't think that's accurate that's about him or games? me. I know, I know. You are a natural leader. Okay, thank you. Uh, skilled in navigating the complex dynamics of power and governance. I, I don't get that for him. Your strategic no, thinking and diplomatic skills enable you to make decisions that balance the needs of the many with the principles of fairness and equity. I Again, I don't get that for him. I appreciate it for me, but... Despite your position of power, you are grounded, always starving, striving to act in the best interests of those you serve. Uh, maybe if I can get that about him, but I feel like that's more gains. And honestly, I feel yep. like this write-up was by someone that has not seen the series. <laughs> you might be right. These write-ups do not feel accurate to the characters. You might be right. Well, hey, listen. The results are the results. The, the data results are the data. In. There's nothing we can do. And the write-ups are the write-ups. The write-ups are, in fact, the write-ups. I feel like my write-up is more like Belle. I agree. I and I think that. mine's more like Lady Jane. Is Lady or Jane Gaines, or Gaines? Maybe. One of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Could right. be Gaines. So that's our headcanon. But, but in reality, you are governor. I am Annie. Yes, that is true. Okay. Well, that's that. You know, what, what, what are you going to do? I can hope for a season two. Then maybe I do hope for a season two. Yes. Uh, I, I'm not sure they're going to update that quiz ever, though. No, probably not. <laughs> maybe there'll be a different one. Anyway, folks, we hope you enjoyed our coverage of The Artful Dodger. We hope you enjoyed the series. Uh, I know I did. I think Kurt did. This is, this is good stuff. Uh, I'm glad we covered this. I'm glad we watched it. I hope we get a season two. What else do you want to say about the series, Kurt? The quiz was very hurtful. Hurtful. All right, folks, get out there and look out for number one. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.